Good morning. It is good to be back this morning. It is a blessing to be counted among the living. It is a blessing to wake up this morning through the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Once again, I want to welcome you to the voice of grace, the city of transformation, a place where we are helping people discover and fulfill their God-given destiny, a place where we encourage each other to live, to walk with God, a place where we stir up each other's spirit to serve the Lord, a place where we encourage each other to find their destiny in the Lord, a place where we build up the body of believers, a place where we strive to love one another, a place where we hold each other accountable to live with God, work with God, walk with God, talk with God. This morning I bless the Lord that I can be on this podcast and to share with you this morning the devotion. Bible say, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out the mouth of God. So this morning we will continue with our devotion from the book of Mark, the 15th chapter. And we are going to be reading verses 16 to 32 this morning. And I'll be reading this morning from the New King James Version. And it reads, Then the soldiers led him away into the Hawkeye Proctorium, and they called together the whole garrison, and they clothed him with purple, and they twisted a crown of thorns, put it on his head, and began to salute him. Hail, King of the Jews. Then they struck him on the head with a reed and spit on him, and bowing their knee, they worshipped him. And they have mocked him. When they have mocked him, 
they took the purple robe or purple off him, put his own clothes on him, and led him out to crucify him. Then they compared a certain man, Simon, a Cyrenian, the father of Alexander and Rufus, as he was coming out of the country and passing by to bear his cross. And they brought him to the place Gogata, which is translated place of a skull. Then they gave him wine mingled with myrrh to drink, but he did not take it. And when they crucified him, they divided his garments, casting lots for them to determine whatever man should take. Now it was the third hour and they crucified him. And the inscription of his accusation was written above, the king of the Jews. With him, they also crucified two robbers, one on his right and the other on his left. So the scripture was fulfilled, which says, he was numbered with the transgressors. And those who passed by blasphemed him, wagging their heads and saying, Aha, you who destroyed the temple and build it in three days, save yourself and come down from the cross. Likewise, the priest, the chief priest, also mocking among themselves with the scribes and said, he saved others, himself he cannot save. Let the Christ, the King of the Jews or King of Israel, Descend now from the cross, that we may see and believe. Even those who were crucified with him revealed him. What a passage this morning. As I read these verses, all keeps coming to me is mockery. All that Jesus went through, the chief priest, the scribes, the hand that Jesus over to Pontius Pilate, after they have had their consultation 
And Pontius Pilate did not find anything in him. They even went to the place of asking for Barabbas, who was a notorious murderer. They said, release him or crucify Jesus. Jesus took our place to give us a second chance. He took our place. And now Jesus is condemned and sentenced to die. And while he is in a barrack and a military camp, the soldiers decided to make mockery of him. The mockery that should have been made on us, Jesus took it. I want to tell all of us, myself, you, what mockery can do to a person. Because nine out of 10, we don't realize when we are making mockery of people. Let me begin by just asking, have you, has someone made Margaret of you before? Have you made Margaret of someone before? When you make Margaret of someone, you are dehumanizing them. When you make Margaret of someone, you are taking away their self-esteem. When you make Margaret of someone, you are taking away their confidence. The world is in the place of making Margaret of people taking their self-confidence. The world is in the place of making Margaret of people just only to take away their self-esteem. To dehumanize them. You see, this is what the enemies the enemy will do. This is what Jesus also paid for. Sin makes Margaret of us. Sin takes away our self-confidence. Sin takes away who we are, our identity. And Jesus came to give back to us our identity. To give us back our confidence, our self-esteem. And that's why Jesus, the word of God said, come to him boldly. Come to the throne of God boldly. For he has given us back our confidence. 
He has given it back to us, y'all. He was mocked. He was made fun of. He was stuck. Distract him. They twisted a crown of thorns and I place it on his head. And they clothe him with a purple robe just to dehumanize him. But what they forgot is that he's paying our price. He's taking all of our humiliation. He's taking all of our disgrace to give us his grace. They made fun of him. They bowed before him. They spit on him. They hit him in the head. And they made Margaret of him with worship as well. And then they took the purple robe off him, put his clothes back on him, and led him out to crucify him. He's going to die for mankind, but yet they still made mockery of him. How many of us today are making mockery of people because they don't look like us. Because they don't talk like us. Because they don't smell like us. Because their language is foreign to our ears. Maybe because they cannot pronounce certain words We made Margaret of them. This morning, I hope you see what I see. Jesus took it all. He took our shame. He took our mockery. He took our disgrace. He took it all. Behind you, they have beat, beaten him so much all night that he had no strength to even carry his own cross anymore. That they compare Simon, the Cyrenian, who had just come, who was just a bystander or just passing by. They took him. They compare him to carrying a cross. And he carried a cross to the place called Gogata. Now, I'm not going to get into any argument or any dispute about Gogata because some say this is a place that Adam was buried. And this is a place his skull was found. But I'm not going to go into all of that. 
But one thing I want to say is they brought him outside of the camp. Just like the same way they would take a scapegoat, lay their hands on the scapegoat and take the scapegoat outside of the town. Because if the goat was to take away, take the sin of man, Jesus was brought outside of the camp and all the sin of mankind was laid on him. And he had to take all the sin of man. They gave him wine, you know, mingled with myrrh. This was basically a narcotic drink that they were giving him to kind of uh, take away the pain. And I like the fact that Jesus said, no, I'm not taking it. I have to take the pain for my people. The pain of sin. Oh, I have to endure the pain of sin. The sin that I caused. He had to take the pain. The sin, the sin that you caused, he had to take all the pain. The sin that we caused, past, present, future, he had to take all the pain. Maybe some of us don't understand how much pain that was that he took. You see, most of us, it's easy for us to want to walk away from the pain. Most of us want to take shortcuts. Most of us want to compromise because we don't want to deal with the pain. But my God, my Jesus, my Redeemer, my Savior said, no, I have to take the pain. And they continue with their mockery by taking his garments and casting lots for it. Playing games for his garment. And Pontius Pilate had the right while he was crucified because there's nothing else that they could have place on him I said the king of the Jews place that on him and don't even make Margaret of him more to crucify him between two robbers two thieves but in the midst of all the Margaret he died between and he was numbered with the transgressors, even though he did not commit any sin. But he took our place. And people wagging their heads, making fun of him, making Margaret of him, even including the chief priest, the so-called religious people, we're making Margaret of him.
saying that he saved others. They alluded to it that he saves others. They agreed. They didn't deny it. But yet they made Margaret of him that he could not save himself. No, he can save himself. The truth of the matter is he just chose to take our sins and set us free and to deliver us. This weekend I prayed that each of us would truly and sincerely contemplate on all that he did on the cross for us. And really to appreciate the fact that he took my shame, he took your shame, he took our shame, he took our pain, our agony and our struggles to give us hope, to give us a life, a life more abundantly, to give us peace. He took it all to give us healing. He took it all. He took it all. He took my Margaret to give me confidence. I prayed that you would appreciate and glorify him. God bless you. God keep you. God makes his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you.